Welcome back to, I'm not sure what number this is. 96. 96. Episode 96 of Callie Bricklick. I am here with the usual suspects. Shy time is my time. Hey. Ninja with the bricks. And I think what, second or third time is third. 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 incredible. But before we dive into it, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all your typical podcast listening platforms. Definitely go give us a shout out and a comment. We have been also recently monetized on uh, YouTube. So thank you, Tiago and Emily and Holly and everybody who shouted us out. That definitely went far and it's been fun. And it lit a fire in Shai's butt to like (laughs) do some more reels and shorts and other ways of... Uh, embarrassing us. I try Heavy to day. not remember things that I say on here. And, <laughs> and now, like, bring now, it back. Yes. Now he re- rewinds idiotic things I probably say. Anyway, how are you guys doing today? Just keeping your memory on point. That's all it is. I mean, I hope people are enjoying the reels. I know the clips are crappy, but I mean, like, at least the reels are fun. <laughs> I don't know. So the reels are cool. It's like a little, like, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, boiling it down to a little snippet out of that episode. So I've been appreciating those. Yay! That's one of us. Um, you don't like the reels? It's fine. It's fine. I I I enjoy and appreciate Shai's effort, whatever that form is. So thank you, Shai, for um, you know handling this uh, podcast completely independently from Ninja and I. Hey, Who's Ninja? We wouldn't be here without you guys. Um. Anyways, there What's are some on? new Lego idea sets. Um. Yeah, they look like dog water. Ooh, um, hot take. Hot nice take. Hot take. Oh, no. I'm just like not that intrigued. I don't know. I honestly like I I used to totally make fun of so many people who were over Lego ideas and who had no interest in it. And I was like, why are they so emotional about this stupid program? And which is cool in in theory. And um now I have like zero interest because I was so butthurt from from the Snow White House being canceled. Yeah, I don't know what do you guys think. Lame. That is pretty lame. I mean, like off topic, but kind of related to the to the ideas thing. Since like, you know, BTS got called for military service, is that still happening as a Lego set? What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see why not. They they were always Goodness. that was always um, the plan. Like for years, people have known that they like delayed it as much as they could. But I think that was always. I know it's just funny now that you're, they're creating military. <laughs> Dang. I mean, it's required. <laughs> right? No, that's cool. I just wanted to bring that up. It's fitting for today. <laughs> so I just wanted to say it. But yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I feel like I'm at the point now with ideas where I'm like, it's, it's there's so many that are now like in review per session now. And like, just mm-hmm. like what, 30 to like, what was the last one? Like 40 something. Mm-hmm. I don't know like what the total amount was. And they four were approved. Well, I guess the yeah, the bigger thing is that there's more than one that was chosen, which is kind of a big mm-hmm. big deal, which is what everybody has been like talking about for a while. But let's see what that what that means. Which sets are which sets are they? Oh god. Should I go ahead? Okay, okay so we got the yeah. Polaroid camera. Okay, which, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if it's the one, is it the same the one that we saw at Brickworld? I could have swore I saw that Polaroid camera in person somewhere. So there's that one. We got the uh the insects one, which I hope Hope, hope, hope if that actually like, or I hope that one actually looks exactly how, I don't know how else the uh, Lego designer is going to change those up. Maybe they might put on yeah. a branch or something. I have no idea. Um, we got the, uh, the train, which is cool. 
I'm not a trained person, but if I were, I feel like that one would be a nice one if they don't make it to the scale of Hogwarts. Because I feel like if they make it to like $500, it will be like, oh. (laughs) I feel like Hogwarts is just, I feel like they're going to only do that train. I don't know. Like something tells me they're going to like exploit that set so hard when they should just make it like the crocodile, like that size, that scale, you know, just. They should keep it like that. If they if they do it like Hogwarts Express, is going to be pretty bad. Um, and then you got the uh, the vignettes, which I like. I think aesthetically, it's very simple. And I don't know how a Lego designer would change that up because it's already. I mean, it's like three wall paintings, kind of. They could probably add texture to it, but Claire's not a fan. <laughs> so, so that's interesting. I, they oh. Go yeah, ahead. I'd seen the, the Hogwarts one. I'd seen the Polaroid one. I hadn't seen the insect or the vignette one. The vignette one will look well, like if you were to, because it's like three different paintings and obviously some brick form. But if you were to have like, you know, on the Saturn V, like right above it, I think it's like a clean look. If you were a minimalist, hmm. if you were, <laughs> I doubt anyone listening to this is a clean minimalist with, when it comes to Lego. But like if you were, I think they'll be a good there. look. But, um, you know, apparently it's, it's, to me, they're all. I don't see myself getting them. I'm more excited for the uh, Target one whenever that releases the Viking uh, set. But hmm. that's I interesting. These sets sound smaller compared to all the other idea sets. I feel. I feel because there's no large IP to it this time, and I think mm-hmm. that also contributes to like them having more than one. Maybe I don't like, know. The train could be pretty big. There's yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way to really know. And then also. Yeah. Like, who knows the size of the Polaroid camera? If it's going to be one to one, that could still be like a $125 set. Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, true, yeah. yeah, I, I don't know. The insects just looks like a glorified three in one I, or seven in one, whatever true. you want to call it. Um, the vignettes just look like another version of the Van Gogh, which is mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is. Um, I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. change it up, however, to make it, you know, the instructions more palatable and struct like more structurally sound or whatever. But, the whole like idea, like the whole Lego ideas concept, is is kind of interesting. I'm trying to think of a comparison with it in like other art mediums. Um, where, where where they have like the fan fan yeah. creation and then they uh, monetize that somehow. Was I that guess the words? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's Spotify. I mean, isn't it like? <laughs> I guess maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's not really like fan. I mean, the art world doesn't really have like a fandom of sorts. Oh, Do you yeah, know true, what I mean? Like, I think there's like competition based work. You know, like um, oh, okay. like architectural competitions, like a lot of civic stuff is usually competition based, or mm-hmm. you know, um, and for different events, like whatever, you know, like people can apply to to you know, whatever, be a different representative of who knows what. Okay. So it's like it's like you're trying to be a contract submitting your design, right? Is that is that what it feels like? I, know. I mean, you're, essentially, you're submitting a design to a company, and they take it and run with it whether it's identical or not right i mean i wouldn't i me no i mean because like contract i would say contract work is is still different from that um i i think like this is someone's intellectual property that they're selling which Mm. is it's it's a inherently different than a service sure that is being contracted out you know what i mean it would be one thing if like they contracted out lando for example to like design 10 sets over the course of two years or something like that that would be different but um i think when it's like a specific thing i don't know i mean that's just the semantics of it all but 
It would just um, be a giant minifigure pack is all I'd make. That's, so. that's it would be. Yeah. It was just <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it'd be. I would have been totally fine with a giant right. minifigure pack. <laughs> You don't even need the little soccer field. You can just you can just get all the minifigures, you know. <laughs> I just want all the minifigures out of that set. I don't care about the <laughs> about the uh, foosball table. Stadium, I just want like, yeah. like five foosball tables and like combine them to one big one. Like a one to one, like a like a I real one. Yeah, yeah. I can see uh, that happening. I don't know. I just want those figs, and I don't want to spend that much money for ten yeah. minifigures. I hope they, I, I mean, they did cost money to be able to put those into print. So I'm hoping they reuse them and recycle them and other things in the future, which I'm hoping, mm -hmm. like, I, it sounds like they're going to do. That's they what I was just thinking. Probably. They better, they better. Yeah. Man. I'm sure they'll recycle them with Marvel figures some way or another. Right. Or City mm -hmm. or something. Oh, wait, no. City is yellow. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Come on, break it, break it, break it. <laughs> Lego can do it. Lego. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I don't know where else I'm going to use another Villago. Like, I don't know how they, they would do that. Make the, the uh, all the flesh tones just available on Pick a Brick and have the customizers maybe uh, pick up the slack. They're starting to. Oh, um, I like the last time I looked. There's more flesh than there was before. Um, still a lot of yellow, but there, I see a lot of them. Like the clone one is is always available. That's that's always there. But um, I'm starting to see like just generic generic face tones, face face tones like faces for the for the flesh tones, and it's actually refreshing because I bought a ton of them, as you can see right here. Whoa. That's awesome. <laughs> Eleven hundred off bricks and pieces. Off bricks and pieces, and like I'm kind of like if I do a brick link order, like I'll look and see if there's any special ones that I can kind of you know change up into my army. But I should have done this from the beginning and never got yellow. So you're doing no yellow at all, right? It's only just... yellow in my Black Falcon army are the uh, the classic Falcons, like the ones from the 80s. Okay. But yeah, everyone else, like modern day, they're all um, flesh tones. I don't know why. I, I saw people do them, and I'm like, that looks really good. So I just started doing it. Okay. It's more realistic. I, I could dig it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's talk about minifigures. <laughs> yeah, let's talk a little bit about Lando. Sure. Lando. Where um, do you want to start? A lot has happened since you were last yeah, on here. A lot has happened, yeah. I feel like we've seen you in person quite a number of times this past year. I think like half a year. I, I've, you're probably, aside from Claire, you and the team of Brickmania were like one of, like, were a number of people that I've seen like a lot within the community. Yeah. Well, he came out for the opening of the Brickmania store, which was super fun. Mm -hmm. And then I saw him at Brickworld Chicago and Brickford, Virginia. And Shai, you went to the military Lego convention. Mm -hmm. Right? So, so that's, yeah. It's about the same. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about the same. It's been nice. It's been nice spending time with you. Um, mm -hmm. I hope we get to still see you. Yes. So I guess for those of you who don't know, as yeah. of like September 9th, I think it was. Um, <laughs> I don't know no why longer, Shai's been capable of saying it right now. But I'm yeah, no longer working at Brickmania. And it, uh, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking to me as well. Um, I don't know if it's heartbreaking to you, I guess. Is that, I'm crying. I can't okay, go on yeah. the fight to say it anymore. It's tough. Um, <laughs> I guess I just kind of came to the fact that it, that it was time for a change, uh, a change of pace. Um, and, and just sort of like a new start. And I still really like everybody there. Uh, I still really like Dan. I still like, I still like Brickmania a lot and it's not off the table to maybe like do some contract work in the future. Um, but I just kind of came to the realization that, that I really need to be, um, just kind of doing my own thing and pursuing, uh, some of the things that I'm interested in. Um, I still like historical military quite a bit. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a new direction, a new change of, like a change of pace that 
right. I needed. So you're just broadening your uh, work experience. It, right? it, it's it's really fun making minifigures. I'm not gonna lie, but it, it's just like the pace. Uh, I, I couldn't do it. Like it's 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 a ton of minifigures, and I want to make them all like perfect. <laughs> Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, there's just different areas that I want to explore going forward. So um, this is a good thing. It yeah, sounds yeah. like. Yeah, it I'm sounds excited. like more of a good thing than a bad thing. I know Shy is like sad, but I, these, I'm selfish. <laughs> but these, yeah, but these like pivot points in your life tend to be for the for the best, especially when you have choices, the choice to make make it, which is sounds like you did. Yeah, so, yeah, right. and 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 uh, you know, it's just the graphic design is uh, again another fun career, um, but it, it is kind of tough to pay the bills as a, under a graphic design salary, and um, I have to pursue uh, something a little bit. Uh, more all-encompassing, maybe. I don't know if that's the right word, but something Prolific, along those lines. It's Prolific. okay to say that. I think there's Prolific. nothing wrong. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying you need something that makes a little bit more yeah. money. Um, I think a lot of these like art situations that we find ourselves in with design, they're passion-driven and the environments are great and the people that you work with are amazing and you can be fulfilled in so many different ways. But then when push comes to shove... If you don't have all the options to do everything you want to do in your life, you have to make a decision. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I mean, like, and it doesn't have to be just salary, but like there's a glass ceiling to a lot of things in career choices. And like, sometimes like you're, you're content with what you have and you're good with it. Like me, I currently feel like I'm happy with where I'm at. I could definitely won't say no to a pay jump or more responsibility, but like, I'm happy. I know in about a year and a half, I'm going to want something new. That's just who I am. Like I've always been the type of person to want to like break through or change up. And I feel like a lot of people, like when you do something for so long, it's like, okay, is this it? <laughs> or are you capable of more? And if you can't get it from your one, your place of work or whatever you're, you're doing at the, at the moment, you have to adjust. And I yeah. feel like all of us here have done that at one point of our lives. I mean, like we said in the previous episodes, like, Stepping out of your comfort zone is a good thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It pushes you to find comfort again, but you know, you could do it again. It, it's growth. It's all about growth. Yeah. Early on, you know, I, um, at Brickmania, I'm, I'm one of the, I think I'm like employee number, I don't know, I don't know what number, but there were only a 11, few of us. 10? I think <laughs> Nine? more than that. Yeah. Five. Um, were you in the garage? No, no. Um, Let's see. There's there's only I think one guy there that that was from bef like before me right now. Wow. So, um, and so that, yeah. not including Dan, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, so like early on, you know, when it's just a handful of people uh, wearing a ton of different hats, um, mm -hmm. I actually really really enjoyed that. Just the variety, and then um, pursuing different uh, like starting new departments, uh, like the like printing on minifigures. We weren't even doing that. Um, before I started, um, and that was something that I really, really pushed into, and like just you know, I believed in that, saw the potential of it, and then so as a company grows, which is awesome, like I'm, I'm super happy for for Brickmania to be growing. Um, as a, as a company grows, it just you, you kind of you're forced to kind of hand off hats and 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 yeah. maybe compartmentalize a little bit, yeah. And that's just a direction that it, it just wasn't sitting with me very well. So that's part of it. It wasn't, it really wasn't easy. It's, it's something that like I've, you know, it was, it, I felt like it was over my head for more than a year that I was kind of debating. I mean, you were there like from the very, like I would say from the very beginning, at least for, for me, like I, I'm used to seeing you 
in Brickmania, in the videos, like in the creation. Like I have a lot of your work on my shelf in bags, in boxes. And like, I can see where like a lot of it's like, it, it feels like it's your own. You know what I mean? Like you, you created all these things and now you have to like, Omnis Domnis, here you go. And now you feel like you're, you're a little bit empty with it. And like, <laughs> you, you want to feel either more in control. I mean, I, I'm trying to like figure out how to say that properly. I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I understand. Sure. Um, creatively, I know Claire probably could relate or talk on that better than me, though. I mean, sort of. I like to be honest, like architecture is kind of like a weird thing. The The bigger you go with projects, the, the bigger the teams. And so your direct association with it as far as like a designer sometimes feels at arm's length. And so for me, my creative outlet completely changed, I would say seven years ago um, away from my professional work to like my hobbies. And that was a decision that I made for financial reasons. Um, I started doing larger scale buildings um, and going on the construction side of things because it was a significantly more lucrative and there really was no ceiling, glass ceiling for me to have to deal with. And so my passion for design ended up shifting into project management really and working with multiple disciplines and working with different people, which is a completely different skill set, which is awesome. But, you know, as far as like work in the design world, I think it is grueling and it is not for the faint of heart. So I left it. If that makes sense. I also, to be totally fair, and I don't know when, you know, you guys graduated or Lando, when you graduated, when, when I finished school, it was like destitute. Um, I was like one of the only people in my graduating graduate school class with a job that was already lined up. And I simply had that because of my summer internship the year beforehand that they were basically hiring me on with a salary that was essentially the equivalent of minimum wage at the time. I had two degrees, by the way. And um, so when you graduate in that kind of environment, it kind of sets your career up for the rest of your life and your attitude on work is completely shifted. You're essentially like desperate all the time and you're constantly like, it sounds ridiculous, but you're constantly strategizing like job security and you're like, oh, okay, so I'm at least, so for me specifically, it was like, okay, I'm going to go and work and do medical facilities and wet labs because they're legally required to always have construction going on. So those firms will always have work going on. And I ended up working at a landscape architecture firm. And then I ended up working at a construction company and I ended up working at a historical preservation company. And I like jumped around like crazy because that was like the only way to do it. And then at the same time, you're like panic teaching yourself every absolute software you can get your hands on, learning how to code, doing all this crap. And you're making like no money and you're working 100 hours a week. And so that's like, that was the environment that I graduated in. And for me, after 10 years of quite literally being in that headspace, I completely burnt out. And I realized that over the, the 10 years, I had completely not, I had even touched the cre the creativity side of things. Like I had not even attempted to um, live the dreams that I had as to why I switched, like I became an architect, like why I went to architecture school. Like that was, had completely eliminated from my life. And so after, anyway, that's, so that's my life story. There's, there's more, but that, that's, that's, that's how I started. So I don't know if you were in that similar situation because I think that ends up kind of setting your path 
in a very specific direction. I, I went like any good graphic designer. I think I've said this before. I started right out of college, right into a coffee shop. So, <laughs> kind of what happened. So, um, and then yeah, then I found Brickmania, so I lucked out there. Um, so maybe I cannot relate with with the uh, you know learning every program and coding. I just kind of stick to Illustrator and Photoshop. Different experience. Look, look they they laid off forty percent of the architects in San Francisco at the time, so it was. There was zero job security. And then I realized, I was like, I made the worst decision. I, sh- I should have become a software engineer. I should have gone into finance. Like my friends were making so much more money than me. And I was just like totally panicked. And I think if I w- like wasn't surrounded by people that were making more money than me, if I was like in my little enclave of like architects that weren't making money, I think it would have been different. You know what I mean? You're kind of like misery supports company or whatever. And so yep. you kind of were like, <laughs> no, and it's like, it's like you're kind totally of a agree. martyr you're yeah. like I made this decision because of design and design is what I'm passionate about and I like you wear it like a you know you tattoo it across your forehead you know as who it it's, it becomes your entire identity and I don't know I don't do you I my question for you is like I know you set up Rickmania there was like directional changes that were happening inherently with like the company growing and that's totally natural and that's why like a lot of people tend to leave after if they've been there for a long time like I watched that happen with my last company as well did you feel like your personal identity and like who you saw yourself as a designer no longer like fit there as well and like the direction that you were going creatively i mean there's still there's still i think uh selling figures that that i've produced and they probably will for quite a while um but yeah in, in terms of um yeah there, there, there was creative differences on on how um designers uh, in general are, are viewed within the company and I, I always thought that that you know even like dan himself uh he never really pushes super hard into the fact that he's one of the first persons or he's the first person to get one of his personal sets licensed by Lego, which I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And, and, and you know, I guess that's just him personally. He doesn't want to play on like, like lean into that too hard. And I don't know. I, I, I personally think he should like it because it's, it's super cool. And same thing goes for, um, I thought, I thought for like myself and other uh, kit designers and other um, minifig designers, like, I, re- I really enjoy like the personalities behind a lot of uh, projects and just at art in general. I want to know the people behind it. Like it's, it's, you know, I guess Brickmania's thought is that Brickmania is the artist, which no doubt there's, there's, there's a huge crew that, that um, I never could have gotten my minifigures produced to that level without that kind of crew. But there's still a level of like, you know, um, like what does, what does kind of the, the artist um, that's been like conceptualizing the product from the start, what is like, what's the input there? What's the value with that? not to like completely nullify what you said or demean it in any way, but you didn't feel valued, which is like a really common feeling. Right. And then you, you're like, I'm going to go somewhere where I feel valued, whether that's something I create for myself or something else is going to give that to me. So, I mean, that's like the one number, number one, one of the top reasons why people leave any career. Right. And that's why I left my last company. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess the, the the difference with some of that is like I, I still like I, I like everybody and I everybody there and I you know consider them like friends. So it's like that it was tough. It's complicated yeah. then. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's, really emo- it's emotional at that point. Yeah. You can't yeah. make but a rational decision. You, you invested so much, you know. So like it's yeah. it's really it's not easy. I get it. And I, I was I was straight up with my intentions with them, like you know, uh, talking talking to try to work something out for for quite a while, but just. Not in the cards. That's all you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's next then? What's so what next? Okay. So yeah. I, I'm 
I don't want to jump straight into something right away. You know, it's, it's, I've been doing this for like 10 years, um, almost, almost 10 years. And, um, I don't want to necessarily repeat some of that, like boxing into like one avenue here. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking for input and looking for different creative opportunities, looking for different, like what's, what's the community looking for. Uh, I still want to produce minifigures. I still want to, um, like design and produce and everything. Um, you know, looking into different printers, looking into different techniques, um, seeing what I can do myself. Um, and I did start a company. Uh, I've ha I've actually had a company for two years now, um, just kind of on the side. It was doing like t-shirts, um, but now it's, I think I'll, I'll switch more into uh, a custom Lego would be pretty awesome to get a few little pieces going. Um, right now there's a, so my, my company is called LL Consortium. And I guess the, the long-term goal, so you gotta stay with me for this one here. The long-term <laughs> goal is by 2070, we need to be mining asteroids. And I'm not even joking about this. This is something we just need to do as humanity. This fixes everything. I've looked at the tech tree, seriously. <laughs> it fixes everything. So what's, I'm Lando right now, designing minifigures. How do I get there in 50 years? This is, this is the objective. And I figure if, if uh, we're not mining asteroids in 50 years, at least we'll land somewhere halfway there. I mean, Elon's trying to get to Mars by <laughs> when? He, he wants to die on Mars is what I've heard. Oh, I don't know about that. He That's doesn't want to go to Mars. He knows you can die easily. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, I don't know about going there myself unless it's like comfortable. So right now, right now I'm designing, I want to design some like Lego parts. I love, I love Lego for its ability to, um, it's kind of like a universal language. And like anybody can just associate with it. And um, I think there are a lot of, so, so right now as a, as a functional company, uh, it's more of like a technology awareness branding. You can get into that kind of stuff with custom Lego. That's kind of a nice launching point, I think. And there's tons of companies that you've never heard of, but I think there's some really promising um, innovations that, that I think it's a good time to actually be alive right now, even though everyone's kind of doom and gloom, it sort of seems like. I don't know if you're getting those vibes. but <laughs> Kind of. I, I really, I think it's the best time to be alive. It's, there's going to be so many cool things. We're going to see like. <laughs> you talking about the Lego world or you talking about the actual world? I'm about everything. everything. I'm about to say, I don't know. A lot of bad things can happen in the next oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just the circles that I run with who are still in like military wise. And like some of them are now in like the Intel community. And I'm just like, this is so bad. There's some sketchy stuff that, that could happen. <laughs> it's no doubt. No doubt. Um, I'm I'm just thinking I'm coming from the approach that we are um, I don't know if it's like philosophers or, or or whatever scientists whatever they uh, it's referred to as like the Coke bottle moment and we are at this little pinch point right now and if we can make it through this little pinch point there's a rapid expansion that we're going to be hitting so it, it's like everything like uh, we're generating wealth at a faster rate than we ever have and it's not slowing down um, and so it's like yeah the rich are getting richer. Um, I'm hoping that we can outpace just the sheer amount of people in the world. So I think that we're going to have a, some interesting years coming up. I really do think that. I'm not so optimistic. That's okay. That's fine. I don't know. I'm just paranoid. That's just me, though. Just I watch paranoid. too much crap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. no and <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's so. Maybe that's part of it after working at like a historical military company for, for uh, quite a few years. I'm like, okay, this is one side of the story. Like, this is, there's mm -hmm. like, it's an important side that we, we all need to know. But but why like, why are we fighting? Like what's what what are we fighting for? You know what's mm -hmm. why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. And I think the answer to that comes in like you know it's 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 there's the science, it's the innovation. We can we can actually as a culture get to like the next stage. We can actually um, meaningfully help people across the world. 
Damn, that's deep. Hell yeah. yeah the way to get well, meta there. Post <laughs> scarcity is the concept. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm in agreement. Like, we just have to get through this, like, next yeah. <laughs> five years of no incidents. So, um, <laughs> in every thousand people, and I wish I had the source for, I wish I had the source for this, because uh, in every thousand people, there is one genius. And we're about to have internet across the whole globe to like third world countries. And internet's more vital to a country's economy than running water. So, we're going to see some huge, like, you, you don't even know what's going to happen next. Like, the sheer amount of people coming online, you know, there's, there's a there's a brilliant physicist digging a ditch right now. You know, it's it's that these people are going to get access to to uh, our internet soon. So it's I'm really excited for that. Just knowledge in general can do so much. Just I mean, I'm not trying to talk about the Russian war right now, but like their their military, how they're like crapping it right now. You know, a lot of their censorship comes from like obviously their own media sources, like censoring the people from how things really are in the, in the military. But when you're, when you're, when you yourself are put in a situation where you're not giving supplies that, you know, you're not getting trained, you're putting, like you're putting straight in front lines. And at that point, you know, you can die. Like you don't care anymore. I'm going to put on a video, record myself and say, this sucks. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So that, that type of power is, is a game changer for a lot of, people who are in power you know what i mean like especially what's going on in iran like a lot like government censorship is not the same anymore and by putting information into people's hands and having the ability the ability to communicate in any platform where it be youtube uh tiktok instagram wherever just it can do a lot we haven't even seen the start of it all you know it's like this is we've only just just begun this this what's possible next well yeah so in the positive positive side, yes, we could. There's a lot of things that can great that can happen. Internet for everyone, that's a good thing. Um, switching to like renewable energy is a good thing. Um, getting, you know, going to Mars is a great thing. You know, the, a lot of things that could have been done like 40, 50, 60 years ago are now being put back into motion. Priorities are changing, but it's kind of sad though that we're not all on the same page. Everyone's kind of like. And that's what's scary about it is that there's no one cohesive mission right now. It's just yeah, like, it's still you versus me. That's kind of what one of the things that, and I'm still formulating this whole thing. This is, this is kind of why I'm not jumping straight into a, my next venture is I, I want to get a, a, maybe a bit better of a way of explaining this. Um, but that is one of the biggest threats that I see is that is, is bipartisanship. It's, it's, we're creating some of our own um, problems big time. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I and totally it's like, agree. we're really like, when you really boil it down, it's there's not really much difference between people. There's platforms that are capitalizing on on you know on outrage and and you know conflict, right? I was just thinking that division is profitable right now, right? So this is again going back to this long term thought: is you know what if we do what what if a company isn't necessarily subservient to like their shareholders, their their profits? Like what if we develop a means to create wealth at such a rate? which we are, it, it seems like we are on track to do this. Uh, what if we create wealth at such a rate that we don't need to exploit people anymore? And this is maybe just totally an overly optimistic way of looking at it, but. There's always going to be that one person that does it though. Let them find a way to do it. It's, 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 what's going to be crazy about it is that it'll be less profitable for them to do it that way. That's a big reach. Flip it on them, yeah. I think, I hope that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a great thing to aim for. I don't know, maybe I'm just a realist. That's fine. That's fine. I've seen what people are capable of. No, I, I believe, no. And that's, that's, I'm trying not to like gloss over like historical realities and, and 
you know, it's like we're going to repeat a lot of these things, yeah. uh, crap from our, our, our history. Um, but it, I'm hoping that through uh, stuff like space exploration, um, we're going to unlock the means to kind of get beyond that and make it a more profitable. Like if, if war is about control and profit is kind of what it boils down to a lot of times. Like, mm -hmm. you know, Russia wants to get those oil, those natural gas fields and, you know, shipping lanes. Um, what happens? All the semiconductors. Yeah, right. What, what happens when you create a manufacturing system? Um, I mean, you know, let's say let's, like, this is the crazy sci-fi stuff. Let's, let's say you have a, a chip factory on the moon where you can just mine forever without worrying about the EPA. And you can just create these computer chips anywhere. You know, you don't have to worry about um, trade sanctions and stuff. You can, you could, there's an alternative here. So a financial alternative off the planet. Yeah, but then it's going to be up to the superpower to control that. So that way they can Space Force. I'm just saying, <laughs> man. That's, Factory. <laughs> that's what it is. Like, there's always going to be a resource and there's always going to be someone that wants to control that because, yeah. you know, using yeah. using Taiwan as a big example there, if China takes over Taiwan, they have now control over everything we use in the United States and in Western culture. Your phones, your cars, like 50% of or three quarters of, of what's needed to build these things is now going to be under china's influence yeah so we need to create alternatives so if we were to do the same thing in the mood it's gonna be us <laughs> we, need to, we need to make alternatives um no i, I mean i i see the utopia that you're looking for it's fine <laughs> I, I hope well no think about it. this is less of a jump what i'm talking about is less of a jump than where we are in our civilization compared to ten thousand years ago oh yeah i mean a lot has happened in like the blink of the eye that we've you been know. around this planet Actually, have you seen the rate at which it's happening? Yeah, but it's we're just, also like, we also have other problems to deal with, like our populations decreasing. Like that's a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. That is a huge problem. Civil civilization can collapse on itself, like you know, like next couple centuries because yeah. we're not we're not making babies. That's a problem. Yep. Like China, Japan are screwed right now. Well, opposite, but yeah, yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that, that that's that's I think that's yeah. probably a crappy way to for human civilization to go is to die from not being able to sustain itself of how that's much we created. Robots, man, that's where the moon mining uh, robots, right? Right, but now then we all turn to robots, and it's going to be like cyberpunk. That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, we kind of like really went to a, a huge <laughs> couple rabbit holes. I, I, um, I'm a huge, so I am. I don't know if you could tell, I am a huge like sci-fi and space nerd. Like that's. Um, I, I really love that stuff. I think that uh, it does offer a lot of mm -hmm. hope that uh, I think we're needing right now. Okay, then here's the question. Yeah. Here's a question. Aliens or no aliens? Both those outcomes are scary as hell. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it's... it's um, out there coming... I, I mean, I hope there's not... It would be... Yeah, it's it would be a miracle if there weren't like literally. That'll uh, be scary as hell. That's even worse. I think that's that that thought that we're like the anomaly in the universe is scary. But yeah, I mean, just like really, like, what we have is like super precious, and we're gonna screw it up. <laughs> so far, it's it, that's the case. Uh, it's it's mathematically probably not the case. It is crazy though how much sense it all makes, right? You say it's all sci-fi, but it makes so much sense. That's or it's or it's like a simulation <laughs> or, or something like that. I don't know like, if there's. Is this what you think of now, like all your free time now? <laughs> no, this is what I've been thinking about this stuff for years. So <laughs> maybe it's been amplified. I don't, yeah. I mean, so what do you do all day now since you have to go into work? I make a lot of phone calls and I'm, I'm just, it feels like I'm trying to herd, cat, herd cats. 
Yeah. Herding cats. I feel like Herding that's cats. an awful thing. I uh, I helped a friend uh, chop down a tree. That was fun. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so manual labor is is a, is a nice break from sitting behind a computer. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> so you, I get it. Like, like Claire took a little break. I took a little break. Like, you worked for a company for so long. Like, how does it feel like just not having like that type of structure where you have to go in to grind? Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's weird. It's um. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I, I, I kind of planned for this like a little bit of a, of a of a savings, you know, for this. I haven't had a vacation in like it, like ten years. Like, it's fun going to a Lego convention, but it's still work. It's still, you know, it's it's it takes energy, you. you know. And then you got to go back to work on Monday. So it's yeah. it's been it's been uh the the past you know years have been a, a kind of a go 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 for the whole time. So I'm I'm, I'm just going going slow and letting myself be lazy every now and then. It's good. Trying to let my uh, trying. <laughs> To let myself be lazy you're like recouping yeah. right now it's a yeah, yeah you're recharging right now so if so. you were like where to talk like bring your company to like the lego world like where do you see yourself going with uh, it? i always think the, the the coolest part of minifigures would be like the faces and the heads and stuff you know it's, that's where like the personality is at um which I'm, I'm pumped that lego is finally deciding to get the like flesh tones like finally um sucks that it's behind a paywall but it is what it is right now Hopefully they address that. Well, I mean, like it's uh, I feel like the, the the push for it really came out like a year and some change ago. And it, the fact that they made these steps now, which would, you know, if you were to think about it, like, well, if the community was pushing for it last year, it would also take time yeah. for it to one, like make them to figure out where to put it and three, not like to cause a stir with it. So I think what right. they're doing now with, you know, they don't have to put them in the clone or the clones of stormtroopers. Like they could have just made those all one skin tone but they've you know trying to find ways to throw it in there like especially with the new ideas set like that's a perfect example like well we need to fulfill this budget let's just throw all the figure like, figureheads in there so like you know like upping they're, they're trying so um now that we're starting to see it i feel like it's going to continue going you know it's going to amplify like especially in the inventory so i think they they finally like listened to that because I, I remember it being a big push you know with uh, with gender obviously there was more you know more men to, to females and then more cult like you know white was more than black like oh, blah 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 like it was a very what's going on and i think just lego wasn't paying attention at that time and they listen and now you can see it everywhere so it you know i i, I got comfortable looking at like the the flesh tones more like when i started getting to customs because you know like when you when you get into the custom world or even like when you look at like marvel or dc like you're used to seeing it like in color now and, and legos made that a thing and then i think like co companies like brickmania also did the same thing like you you, you like brickmania switched from yellow to flesh tone like why would you guys go with that decision um i think the custom community uh was was they were using that in the military dioramas a lot and it just i think there was a perception at the time and i think there still is a perception that the flesh tones are, are more like, realistic and kind of di like uh um desirable like it's they're, they're cooler i think um yellow is yellow is it's it's that like iconic look to it i think that's more when you're when you're pushing into like the branding aesthetic of lego is when you want to use like, lego or the yellow ones make sense but i think in dioramas and stuff historical dioramas it makes sense to go with the flesh tones yeah, it yeah. feels more accurate because, like, <clears throat> if I would have got a yellow M&M fig, it just wouldn't have been the same. But would you feel the same, though, like if Lego always had the yellow, like if Lando never turned black, like if it was yellow the whole way and no flesh tone was introduced? Because you would have never envisioned it, right? It was, you're just yeah. so used to the yellow. 
And I know like, you know, a lot of people like using the like using the Ninjago movie as an example when what's his name was also yellow. I forgot his name, the newscaster. Anyways, he's black, but the he was depicted as yellow in Ninjago. So it was like, yeah, yellow means everybody. So I think that was them trying to like rewind a little bit and didn't really like stick because the Ninjago yeah. movie wasn't like this big thing. But um it's too late, yeah. Yeah, it's like they've already gone too far. Like I think we've all we've gotten used to like, you know, Star Wars being flesh tone and now like with everything else going to flesh tone i'm moving to flesh tone i don't know i don't know I, I might be one day i might have no yellow in my in my city it might just be See, all flesh tones that is i, I know like, everyone brings it back to like the simpsons thing but it's like it is kind of crazy to me how come no one goes at simpsons for that because like if if they <laughs> like put eminem on the simpsons i yeah. wouldn't expect them to be flesh tone i would expect them to be yellow i don't know it's just weird it's a it's a very touchy subject and i, I got some flack for it but it is what it is well the the, the point where i was getting is that you you've gained all this knowledge from the custom world and you made some really good connections through it you have like you know what works what doesn't and uh, according to what you tell me like you guys share a lot of like techniques with each other when you guys are actually interacting i'm talking about like you guys as in designers and creators like you know you and joe and citizen break like him taking you to the back and all that kind of stuff you know um and you guys are very familiar with what you guys do what your what, what your niche is so in this let's say you were to go into that custom lego world which i think it's it's a good i mean you have the knowledge you might as well dabble oh into yeah that. i still i still definitely want to pursue that as, as yeah. to what exact ends is it what still- yeah what you know what's out there like where do you think your niche would be like what are you like thinking in your head i I would love to do you know um partly um at least in the prototype prototyping phase um producing some stuff myself and um as well as collaborating with uh, whoever i don't know whoever kind of wants to and collaborations would be awesome seeing what seeing what kind of comes up with that um i want to i want to push into like stuff it's frustrating that stuff I, I get it for the collector side of things, like stuff sells out so fast, but um, it would be nice to just get stuff at a little bit more of a, of a, a restockable rate, certain products. Like I want to keep supporting the things that, that I produced. Um, and there's, there's ways you can, you can still make things like scarce enough. Like if, if, if people are into this for collecting, which I, I get, you know, there's ways to do like additions and um, just like special, you know, special packaging and stuff like that. I feel but, like uh, uh, Clone Art Customs is very good with keeping things that you no know, people want. I mean, gen- like, I get it generically. Like their stuff is like mainly clones <laughs> from Star Wars, and people want multiples of them. But like they keep this. Like there's, yeah, they'll have like the random like special unit, but they keep the same figs like stock like all the time. Even when the Five O First came out, they still had all these characters able to you know to buy, and it's, it hasn't gone away. So yeah. yeah, I think I think having that idea of having a restockable figure because you know there are a lot of figs that i want that i am very tempted to spend three times what it was selling for but like slapping myself because i am like why right (laughs) no point and like joe brought it up a couple times like if it's something that's truly wanted like he'll make it again but he hasn't so it's like i don't know are you ever going to do that so to to figure out what that is though like what is it that is needed out there because that's like the key thing right to any business correct like you need to find something that people want and are willing to pay for and need it that's part of it for sure yeah Uh, i I, i've almost observed uh with a lot of businesses it's more important to figure out what not to do go in like one inch in 10 different directions i think you get further if you go 10 inches in one direction well it's it's um what was it they've done studies with this it's like 
I think the ranch ranch bottle study. It's like there's there isn't an increase in, in satisfaction with more choices. No, this oh, is a, this yes. is an architecture thing actually. Some they had like a book. They had two different books. One had every single choice of of carpet and whatever like wood stains. Every single choice. And that's in, why Cheesecake Factory sucks. <laughs> you go on Cheesecake Factory, there's like fifty different menus in one menu, and you're like, oh. yeah. No, I mean it's a it's a it's, it's a, a good novel. business strategy in terms of like you know fewer options and people can also like wrap their mind around it and like in and out yes very clean yeah three menu choices and you can fix out however you way you want to but essentially three core things three core product and then you just run with it or you perfect those three things so i'm gonna be the in and out burger is what i'm saying uh, i mean it's a good it's a good business model (laughs) they're successful for a reason it it one for one transfers over you is i don't i don't I'm just getting your crap, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, okay, so let's say you do get into the custom world, like you're gonna have to get some printers, or do you think yeah. you're gonna outsource on this from the beginning? I mean, there's not, there's many different techniques for printing on, on the, like getting printing onto an object. Um, there's many different companies that do it. Uh, UV is the, like our UV printing is kind of the standard custom thing. There's would like, you want to go pad printing? <laughs> I'm curious, generally. I would love to, yeah, yeah. Um, I probably would outsource that because there's pad printers everywhere. Where are these pad printing companies? You gotta, you gotta find them. Yeah, yeah. Well, our first figure was uh, pad printed. Yeah, the older figs. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. those were pad printed in town. UV offers. So, I mean, just I think since we were producing such incredibly short runs uh, that it made more sense to go the UV printer route. That's obviously like a larger scale, but for you though, would you want to invest into like going to the UV route when you're able to control the pace, what you want exactly? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a different beast now. Cause now it's like you have a deadline per fig, you know, for this timeline, obviously it's not, it's not also not set by you at times. So like this time around you get to control right. you know, your path. So like you can either go through the pad, printing route you can go through the outsourcing or you can just do it yourself and just get the process done and i'm gonna go steal own. one of those things yeah. from the uh, the lego factory or the those new mini <laughs> oh, figures you're gonna take it from the mini factory that's kind of have you up. seen those things those yeah, mini we, figures. Have. we have a few like sans made a couple of custom ones they're uh they're interesting i don't i don't you can only print on white i think is isn't that one really yeah oh yeah they're all white that's yeah. true you know that, and the, I, I'm guessing they probably don't get clean. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. The I mean, they're, they're look, behind a glass, so no one's touching them. But those, those print heads. So the, I, I think I know what machine they're using. And those, if you don't calibrate it several times a day, if you don't clean the print heads, if you don't, I, I don't know. It's just the the print quality I saw in some of the examples was a little bit. You just need to clean the print heads a bit more. There is a, a wizardry to it. There is a, definitely an art artistry. There's there's just that printing in in and of itself is is pretty tough. I've I've done it a little bit. Uh, I, you know, it was it was me and the camera guy uh, that started up the UV print department, and we did the first few runs of stuff until we got a full time person. So I'm a little I'm, I'm familiar enough with it. That's an older generation of printers, but I'm familiar enough with it. I think I could get something onto a, get some ink down on onto some ABS. I would like to explore some. Let's let's see. Uh, balaclavas are awesome. I love bal- like wow. just like balaclava heads. Lego. That's always what you want for your minifigure. And Lego only's got like a few. You don't like the balaclavas. I have a few of them. You can never have enough. So that's where you're going to start. Maybe. Maybe. All right. You got to start somewhere, right? I mean, as long as it's cool. What if it's it's not? And I'll tell you that it sucks. I'll call Brickmania out. Like, I'll definitely say if something sucks. Everyone's really nice on the internet. They're They're just putting on a show. It's fine. Have you ever direct messaged somebody instead of commented back to them? 
it's hilarious though that people they're so nice i've gotten many people to apologize <laughs> what's an example um it, it was just when somebody's talking crap online you just like go direct message them it's like hey like you like, everything okay man like let's talk it out wow you've gone that far with I've, 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 I've done that a ton <laughs> everyone's really like I don't comment after a certain point. Like if I post something and then you have forty eight hours for me to respond to you. After that, I might respond to you. And, but like, if it's something like egregious, it's just like why? But I, I get it though. Like you know, this is your work and it's your art. So like, if you want to like hammer them with a pin, like hey, if uh, time. commenting on the internet, you're not actually responding to the individual. This no, is you respond what, to everybody. Yeah, it, you're you're putting on a show. It's it's not actually a dialogue. Like it's 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 not real conversation. And so, like direct messaging people gets a little bit closer. I think. Oh, it's like you show up to their door. <laughs> it's like the closest yelling. you can get with me. <laughs> it's like them yelling at you, making fun of you as you walk on the block, and then you, they go back inside the house, and then you just knock like hi. I mean, I'm 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 never like pissed at them or anything. It's just it's it's a random person on the internet that has an opinion. Like, no, I, yeah, I, I got that. Like, I, I've responded to a few people who thought that I'll never respond to them, and they're like, "Oh, um, yeah," uh, or they just don't respond. Yeah. <laughs> or I just put timestamps. I'm like, "Here's a timestamp. That's that's what answer your question." You obviously didn't watch the video, <laughs> which happens a lot. Oh yeah. I'm like, I would have answered that question like if you just made it to like five minutes. <laughs> but, what are some things? So going back to, uh, sorry, uh, going back to what you were, you were uh, the, the question of what to make. Uh, I mean, do you have any ideas? I'd love to hear uh, just input from, you know. Well, I mean, there's, I, I think pop culture is a good one. You can't go wrong with that. And I feel like everybody touches it. I, it's, I know, I know it's like, it's, it's, that's kind of a hard one because like anything that's currently trending, you have like a certain window before it becomes not trending anymore. Right. You know what I mean? For, for example, like Stranger Things, like when season four happened, you had like a split window to get these figs out. And if you did it, the probability of you selling some of these is not as high as if you would have sold it, you know, or when it came out versus, you know, you selling it like when the show's over, you know? So that might be a little struggle, but there are some things out there that I think would do well. Uh, I don't want to bring up on here because I think that's something that Sans is kind of working on, but (laughs) we'll we'll omit that. Is Sans getting into the custom minifig game? What's going on? Oh, oh, did I, is this, name? are you doing <laughs> some custom figures? Come you the conversation. Secrets Never. or lies. You got to tell, you got to show. Come okay. Here. So you have, okay. Sans, if you could hear me, you have, you have Lando here. Who's trying to figure out a niche to kind of create custom Lego in. What do you think he should kind of put some energy into? If you had him at your disposal and wanted him to create something for you. I'd to make money? Yeah. To make money. I obviously. guess that. I, yeah, I guess that's the point. Yeah, that's the point, right? No, it's it's that's part of it. Yeah, sure. No, I mean you you have you're gonna spend a lot. You need to make money to compensate the costs. And I mean, I have plenty of ideas for myself, but those aren't necessarily things that I think are gonna make a ton of money. Just things I want personally. <laughs> so I don't. I don't. It's funny, like talking to like friends and family about about this. Just getting the random like, I got I, I got a request for uh from a family member for like Jane Austen stuff. <laughs> um, didn't Lauren say like, that to you? Lauren and I were both like, that would be super cool. Just make the jump from a uh, historical military to Jane Austen. That to was, literature. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, little, 
little big art i don't know if you're familiar with them um they're out of, i think the uk so they focus on like artists so they do custom artists like like Bansky and stuff like that. Like they'll make like figures. Frida Kahlo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beethoven, all that stuff. Yeah, they'll do art. Well, not musical artists. And I, I saw, oh. I do follow some dude that does musical. Yeah, like, there's some accounts blowing up doing that. Yeah, that they're doing like, I don't know how far they can go with this by doing like Drake yeah. or Kanye or like any of like you know Travis Scott, like any of these artists that are currently out using their name as sell a product. I don't know how long that's gonna last. Especially if you're using a one-for-one replica of the artwork into Lego yeah. form, you know. It's but sketchy. it's but still though, it's it's killing it. So I, pop culture, I think in any facet, like would would do very well. Um, I think I, I feel like every custom company out there has done a piece of it, um, and you know, mainly done them pretty well. The problem is, like again, it's just like timing. It's a, it's a very hard thing unless you go through something like back in the '80s or 90s or early 2000s something that's like kind of timeless which is a hard one too um the military side it's like i mean you, you you're good at it I, I wouldn't say like put all your marbles into that you know I, I would definitely try to find like a niche of like i don't know things that haven't been done yet so this is an idea probably shouldn't be shared but i think one um route you could take that would be or could be financially worth it um doing youtubers as minifigures not just Uh lego youtubers but you know people that actually have an audience worth oh for sure investing in yeah yeah i I would be lying if uh i haven't talked about this and thought about this and because why not why not that or unless you can figure out how to do pokemon that actually look good and you're not worried about getting sued by nintendo i don't have any ideas off the top of my head i kind of like the idea of of a lot of these um why go about it like sneakily, like why not just ask the company that has IP rights to something, or ha- like why not just ask? I think a lot of people do, and the problem is you have to negotiate with them, yeah. which yeah. is totally fine. I mean, either they take a big percentage, which honestly that might not be the worst thing. Um, Especially like if you notoriety with something that's good. Like, I don't think it's bad to to, to pay a tribute to somebody who has the right to a product. I mean. <laughs> Unless no. they don't want to actually give credit like the Eminem figure and then you just see a crappy printed minifigure and you don't know who did it. Right? But if you were to get that like one, you know, influencer that like does give you credit for it, because then now everybody else is going to want to do it. And then Mr. Beast. I wasn't going to say it, but I may be working for Mr. Beast. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> you lucky dog. Man, tell Jimmy I said hi. Yeah. You guys go back. No, not at all. I wish so. I think you should, you know, definitely explore things in that realm. Um, I think it's like it's a good idea, something especially because not a lot of other people are thinking about it. But it's it's a hard one to kind of figure out where you fall in in the custom world because I feel like a lot of things have already been done, and or a lot of people like a lot. I mean, unless you do it better. Well, and that's the whole whole thing, like chasing after the next new thing when when there's just so much stuff that is sold out. Why not? Why not um, keep supporting some of the classics? Uh, keep kind of building off of a, of a, of a previous legacy. Um, mm-hmm. And I, as cool as like IP stuff is, and as cool as like pop culture stuff is, like I, I enjoy all that stuff. The problem with that is that it doesn't necessarily build your own brand necessarily. Like the money's cool and, and the notoriety's cool, I guess. But yeah, um, you know, if you can do a license, if you can create your own, like all the all these IPs had to start somewhere. You know, it's like. Kind of create like Citizen Bricks got is doing a good job kind of nurturing his, his personal style. Like he's got a, he's got a look and he's got a following. 
Like you can, you can kind of just see his stuff. It's like no matter what he produces, he's going to have people like. That's for sure. Yeah, I think he. There's an element of relatability to a lot of the figures. It's it touches on pop culture, but and baby Jesus gracefully. And then yeah, there's the signature style. Yeah, you you know you have a citizen brick fig in hand when you have one. Yeah, I think that's like the I think that's like the key is to be able to stand out, but amongst the other ones too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your own style of work, art, um, how you quality. print. Like quality, quality, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is like the early. Like, we've only like, custom Lego. How many? How many years? You know, it's, it's like a, you know. No, I agree. I think there's. I don't think. I don't think everything's been done. I think there's so much more that can be done. And, and yeah. not only it's not only uh, yeah, everything hasn't been done. But it's like think about this from like again a bigger art perspective. It's like if if Lego is art, let's actually treat it like that. Let's you know, it's it's let's move into the into the like creating um just cool pieces of of work that are uh, cool in their own right yeah just embrace that that they're it's more than just recreating a pop culture thing it's more than just a cool minifig it's it's actually its own like standalone piece of artwork the 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 key to that though is to turning into a product yeah that's like the hard part that's a great that's a great idea and hopefully it, it it leads into something successful because ultimately like you could create a product but if it doesn't sell then you can't create more product right so you know we got to think about that too like it has so something has to move so you know having that having a good balance of that would be great like you know doing the things that sells and doing the cool things like every now and then which is i think it's a good formula that a lot of the custom companies do do yeah you know what I mean? it's just like it's a lot of a lot of throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks <laughs> i don't know i i i hope i hope you succeed i'm rooting for you it's it's definitely hard to see bkm without you it doesn't feel the same like even even though you're not in the like even though I didn't see you in like a lot of the content, but knowing that you were there, it's a lot different now. Where <laughs> like I, I, you're still not yeah. on content, but now you're not there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, 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 I do. It'd be fun to do some like uh, some YouTube stuff. I, I mean, I have the, the kind of a knowledge base of, of mini figures and whatnot. So I think that's an avenue that I wouldn't mind exploring a little bit. Yeah. Well, fun. now's the time to do it <laughs> when the when the social media wars are happening. Social media wars. <laughs> Which which is the, what's that? What's fill me in, man? Like, well, everyone's doing this. Like, everyone's trying to take out TikTok. <clears throat> oh, 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 yeah. How, how is that any different than it always is? They're always competing against each other. You wouldn't other. understand, Claire. You don't understand war. The, the thrill of war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go log into MySpace. Hey, man, YouTube's they figured out a way to to monetize short form content better than the other two. So Meta's not doing too well as a whole. I don't know how long Instagram's gonna last if that's the case, and then well, TikTok. I mean, if World War Three happens, that thing's gone. So YouTube but, knew this. They gave TikTok a head start. They're like, "Look, we'll give you a head start, but we're gonna take over." I think it's a good time to like invest into you know something that you're creative in, and if that comes into social media, I think you should not ignore it. I think there's definitely benefit on you know whether it, you know TikTok, of course, Instagram, all of it, you know you're going to have to put yourself out there anyway. So yeah. now that you're in your downtime and trying to like regroup and rally up yourself, uh, learning like what works for you, uh, it, this is a time to be doing that. So that way, if you, you know, once you figure it out, uh, that's one thing that less to worry about when you're actually creating the product that you want to sell. For sure. For sure. You know I mean, so that way you can start marketing yourself correctly and then building the brand. Like right now would be a good time to start building a brand oh, yeah. I mean? and just get putting yourself out there and be like, I'm alive. I am alive. Yeah, I know you're right. It's it's uh, I gotta be hitting things in a big way pretty soon here. So, 
I appreciate your input on all this. It's uh, always looking for it. I'm still sad. Going back to the very beginning of this. Well, I, I mean, it's not it's not off the table. I'm I'm available for contract work. So okay. It's, so if anybody needs work, <laughs> reach out to Lando. Certain um, topics that I would rather not make. If you've seen it on, yeah, it's just I've, I've, I've seen them. I've seen them. I'm like, okay, this is kind of too far in in a realm of um, what PG-13 space. Sure. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Some rated R. Yeah, Die Hard is rated R. I heard, yeah. It's the best Christmas movie, man. So if you guys would like to give me a hand, I have a little uh, product page going. You can buy me a coffee. Yes. And it's uh, llconsortium.com. You can buy me a coffee. You have one product on this website. <laughs> I had a whole bunch. I took them down. It's, I was doing t-shirts, but that was all drop, that was all drop ship stuff. Um, right. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing drop ship. I'm only trying to do order fulfillment here. So. Wait, 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 wait. It really it is coffee? From there. Is it really coffee? <laughs> yes. My <laughs> God. Where, where's it no, from? No, it just, oh my God. We're going to end it now. Thank you, everybody, for showing up, and we will see you next time. And like the past like 30 minutes, I thought we were like not live. We're trying to figure this out. <laughs> Did he stop? Is he going to cut this out? What's going on?